Podcast. It's the marketing podcast for podcasters. Build a big podcast. My name's David Hooper. Bigpodcast.com is the site. And my job, and probably why you're here, is to help you grow your podcast audience. Get more people listening to your podcast, caring about it, telling other people about it, paying you money for it. Help you make a podcast that matters, that has impact, that gives you something to be proud about. This episode is the audio edition of my weekly newsletter. That is called Big Podcast Insider. Everything that I'm mentioning here, it is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And if there are links connected to the things that I'm mentioning, those are also at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. This episode of Build a Big Podcast is brought to you by Riverside.fm, the leading platform to record studio quality remote podcasts and videos. That's how we're doing things now. It is 2024. You do not have to get in the same room to sound like you were in the same room. And if you want to make that easy on yourself and make it easy on your guests, Riverside.fm is a great option. Unbelievably high recording quality, regardless of your or your guest internet quality. It is very intuitive. It's very easy to use. One of the things I like about it, and this comes in very handy in certain situations, an iPhone. You can record high quality audio and video via your iPhone. So if you're working with a guest, that guest isn't very savvy technically, no problem. An iPhone app, Riverside.fm makes it easy. You send somebody the link, boom, they are in the Riverside studio. You're getting your studio quality recording, audio, and video. I want you to check it out. They're going to give you a couple of hours for free to do it. Go to Riverside.fm, two hours, that's enough for you to get an interview or two. If you like it, you want to stick around, I've got a discount code for you. Big podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, that URL again. Riverside.fm, the discount code to get you 15% off. Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. As I mentioned, this is the audio edition of the weekly newsletter that I send out, Big Podcast Insider. Where do you get it? That's right, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Here's what we're going to cover. A big black man in a world of skinny white women. A lot of people unsubscribe because of this. (laughs) I'll get into that. What I learned by taking a month-long break from email. 21-day podcast jumpstart, free for you. 10 Gmail tips and tools that I use daily. An interview checklist from an NPR editor. What's your New Year's resolution? I got some classified ads for you, things to help you grow your podcast, build a bigger audience, make your parents proud, the things that this podcast is about. When I go from thing to thing to thing, you are going to hear this sound. If you're following along at newsletter.bigpodcast.com, that's how you know it's time to go to the next thing. And if you're not following along there, that's when you want to go there to get the links for what I was just talking about. You ready? First of all, a confession. This is embarrassing. (laughs) I have two numbers that I deal with when I deal with this podcast. One is the episode number. You've got an episode number for your podcast. Start at zero, maybe one. Go up to however many episodes that you have. And right now, I don't know, 500 something episodes in. I also have a Big Podcast Insider issue number. Same thing, starts at one, two, three, four, five. Goes up all the way to whatever episode that I'm talking about. And what I realize, I don't know why it took me this long to realize it. (laughs) I had a double, man. I had a double, meaning, say, 132. I did that twice. Not really, but that second 132 was actually 133. I bring this up to say that mistakes happen. I'm certainly not above them. This year that we're moving forward, 
I want you to embrace those mistakes with your podcast. I've got something that I do as part of Big Podcast AMP. AMP, it stands for Audio Monetization Program. And every month we get together for what I call an oops call. We get together via video chat, kind of like Zoom. And everybody talks about what happened the previous month as far as screw-ups, mix-ups, missed opportunities, what went wrong. And then what we try to do, try and mostly succeed because it's a very smart group of people. Almost always somebody will be on that call that has had a similar mistake to the one that you had in the previous month. So this is the kind of thing we talk about because I'm trying to make this normal. We do not grow as podcasters if we are not making mistakes. If you're going to play it safe, podcasting is not for you. For one, there's a bajillion things that can go wrong. And if you're worried about all of them, you would never release anything. But also, you're not growing if you don't make mistakes. How do you grow? You jump in. You crash the car. Whoops. Took it too fast. You don't know how fast that car could have gone until you crash it. You can get close, but maybe you pull back just before you crash. Well, maybe you could have gone a little bit faster. You see what I mean? That's how we are with podcasting. I want you to jump in. I want you to make mistakes. I'm not above them. It's not a big deal. One number off for who knows how long. (laughs) So if you've gone to newsletter.bigpodcast.com and you've been following along, if you've been listening to this podcast, and for example, it says issue 169, I messed up. Apologies for that. Moving on. A big black man in a world of skinny white women. I think this headline threw some people off. It is not meant to offend. If anything, I'm simply talking about when you look at something, you see everything done the same way. And maybe you're not that way or that person. You're doing something differently. There could be an opportunity for you, maybe even a bigger opportunity if you were that way, that person doing things the same way. Talking about Andre Leon Talley. Do you know him? He was a stylist, fashion journalist, editor-at-large of Vogue magazine. You've heard of Vogue? Vogue is the fashion magazine worldwide. There are about 50 varieties of Vogue. Brazil Vogue, French Vogue, Canadian Vogue, American Vogue. Andre did not look like the people in the business office. Andre definitely did not look like the women featured in this magazine. He was 6'6", a very big man. Look, I'm not one of those carnival guys that's going to guess your weight, but I would say that Andre was probably 350. I mean, he was a big, big guy. But he made it in an industry of people who looked nothing like him. And after he made it, he changed that industry. He didn't exactly flip it on his head, but he did make it so people who looked like him The opposite in a lot of ways of people we are seeing in these magazines, the opposite of people who were in these offices making these fashion decisions for the rest of us had an opportunity. Much of the diversity that we see in the fashion world today is because of his work. Here's what he said about this industry. He said, you cannot live your life in the elitist world of fashion and not step out or you're disconnected. You have to realize that fashion is not the end game. I took that quote Because I feel the same way about podcasting, especially right now. We've got a lot of what's hot list and New Year predictions, those kind of things being released. What kind of world are these people living in? 
And what kind of world are we living in if we follow that advice without questioning it? If we think, oh, this is the way to do things. Everybody looks like this, so we need to look like this. Everybody talks like this, so we need to talk like this. Andre Leon Talley didn't become a legend in the fashion industry by following trends. He set trends. And using fashion, he created the world that he wanted to see. There was a much bigger end game for him. When we talk about diversity, when we talk about opportunity, that's not about fashion. This is what he's talking about. Not living your life in the elitist world of fashion. As you may know, I was in the music industry for a number of years. About 25 years ago, there was a special Frontline PBS show, and it blew everybody's mind. It was called Merchants of Cool. And what they were doing was following around, I think it was Sprite, there were some sneaker companies, soda sneakers, you know, this kind of thing. They were watching how these guys picked the next thing that they were going to market. It wasn't from the boardrooms with guys that were named Edwin Wilson III or whatever, <laughs> you know, Blue Bloods. It wasn't that. They were sending people out onto the streets of Brooklyn, the inner city, and they were saying, what's hot? What is the youth culture? We'll put that in quotes. What is youth culture doing? What's going to get these guys, the guys that we're trying to connect with, to buy Sprite or to buy sneakers or to act in a certain way? Because we do this all the time with marketing. And you may want to do it with your podcast. 25 years later, I don't think something like Merchants of Cool would blow the minds that it did back then. We think, oh yeah, of course. Of course we're stealing ideas from the youth, maybe underprivileged communities if you want to look at it like that, people with not a lot of resources that are making things happen with the resources that they have. And we're selling that as cool to other people. That is not something that is very surprising to most people. But what I want you to think about as we move forward in this year and beyond, can we flip that? Instead of having diversity, youth culture, cutting edge, lack of resources, making things happen with those resources on the bottom rung, and then building upon that, is there something that we can do like Andre Talley did to take that, flip it on its head, instead of it being on the bottom, make it on the top. Bring different people, communities, thoughts, opinions, ways of doing things into where we are, the decision makers. That's how you make real change. Otherwise, you're just a commodity. And again, coming from the music business, we're like, yeah, cool, this is just how we do things. I mean, you see a hot young band and think, okay, I'm going to take that sound and we're going to blow it up. And the next thing you know, it's pop music. It's everywhere. And then some other youthful band comes up. And then that's the new thing. It was trendy. Fashion has been that way. Music has been that way. More or less what we would call youth culture, rock and roll. That has been that way. You can make the argument that those guys had all the power. The artist. They're the ones really influencing culture. But are they? Are they making the money? Are they really in charge? Or are they just puppets waiting for somebody to pick them up? These are things I want you to think about, again, this year and beyond this year. Andre Talley's a man who worked this thing from the inside, man. He came up playing other people's game, then he started playing his own game, then he brought other people in with him to play that game. That's what we're doing with podcasting, but can you hit the accelerate on it, throw some gas on it? 
And are you? Are you trying to play that CPM game? Go for the networks, whatever. We don't need that, man. We don't need it. To take it back to the what's hot list and trends, who's in charge? Could be you. At least when it comes to your own podcast, your own relationship with the people that you're talking with, the people that you're reaching, the people that care about you, that are listening to you. And they don't care about these trends. Somebody said, oh, audiograms are out. Are they? I don't know. Maybe they're in for your people. Your people are going to work with you. The main thing you need is content, connection, entertain people, make them think, help them. Audiograms. (laughs) Something like audiograms, that's right in the middle. Neither good nor bad. Who cares, man? They can work for you. Maybe they don't work for you. It's the content that matters, not the thing. People say, what social media network should I get on? I don't know. Where are your people? What kind of content do you have? That's what matters. So think about it. What would Andre do? You want more information on Andre Leon Talley? Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. What I learned from taking a month-long break from email. If you've thought about ditching email, this is an experiment that you're going to want to consider. And if a month without email sounds like too much, maybe start with a week or two, maybe just a day. Personally, I absolutely suck at email. If you've ever emailed me, you probably know this. (laughs) You may not hear from me for a while. I've got about 3,200 unread messages in my email box. And the only reason that number isn't higher, I got something called clean email. I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I think it's maybe, I don't know, 40, 50 bucks a year. And that has helped me with some of the volume. It sorts things, auto archives. If I'm getting something like a status update, if those messages are coming every hour, for example, it's only going to keep the latest message because that's the only one that matters to me. I don't need to know five hours ago. Just let me know what's happening now. Has the problem been resolved? Regardless, emails still come in daily for me. And because of that, the result that I have is that I've got a break from email regardless. I'm not trying to take a break from email, but if I'm going to get things like my new book done, this podcast done, the consulting work that I do done, I'm not hanging out on email all day. And look, I like email. I appreciate that people want to email. They want to get in touch with me. I appreciate that people value my opinions. They want to hire me. They want to sponsor a big podcast. Great. It just takes me a little while. Would I benefit from an assistant? Probably. Do I want to manage people? No. Takes it back to the thing I said a minute ago. We are making our own rules. You can play this game however you want to. You're in charge. And that's how I run my business. Not always the best. (laughs) But it's mine. Here's some big takeaways from this experiment. This guy walked away for 30 days. And this is what he realized when he came back. Email is addictive, but it doesn't have to be. You've got options. Number two, an overwhelming majority of emails are not important like all those status updates, all those messages from Facebook. John just posted this. Mm-mm. You don't need that stuff. Work with it, man. It takes a minute to set up these systems. Clean email will help you do that. You can do that directly through Gmail. We're going to talk about Gmail here in a second. Once you set them up, you will save a lot of time. Number three, people will applaud you for taking an occasional break. Uh, that's interesting to me. Who cares if they applaud you? Will they understand? Yes. That's what I would add to that. You doing this for likes and attention? If so, maybe that matters to you. But yeah, people will understand if you take an occasional break. Number four, email makes us passive. Yeah, I think it does. 
I worked with a guy, every time this dude had a brain fart, he was sending me emails. Never thought things through. Man, should I do this? Should we do this? Give me status update this. And then he would send these long ass emails and it would just say, thoughts? No, man, I got no thoughts. My thought is I've got 3,200 messages and you just gave me 3,201 and that's going to get ignored. Figure it out. But when somebody can send you a message simply by giving a mouse click, they don't have to lick a stamp, address an envelope, pay for that stamp, walk to a box, wait a few days for the message to go out and be received and wait a few more days to even respond. People don't use their brains like they used to. And that is a problem. That's what he means by that. Email makes us passive. Five, email has become an all-in-one utility far beyond its originally intended use. Thoughts? (laughs) No. No thoughts. Six, a periodic sabbatical works wonders on the ego. Does it? Why? What does he mean by that? The world goes on without us? Yeah, you didn't know that? The world will go on without us. People talk about things like legacy and what's going to happen after they die. Man, I'm going to be dead. I will be worrying about other things at that point. If my wife outlasts me, do I want her to be okay? Yeah, but she's a smart woman. She has her own career. She makes her own money. She will be okay. Will the dogs be okay? Yeah, as long as my wife's around. And if she's not, they will also be okay. There are systems in place. And you might think, oh man, that sounds harsh. You need to make sure everybody's taken care of. No, we don't. That's ego. And that's exactly what he's talking about. I want to know if you've decided to take a break from email. I'm on Mastodon, Blue Sky Threads. Let me know. How has it worked for you? Or are you like me? Do you have 3,200 something messages and just get to them when you get to them? Let me know that too. I've got everything linked. Also that clean email tool. It's a very good tool and you can find out more at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. 21 day podcast jumpstart free for you. Why? Because you're here listening to me and I know that sometimes podcasts get stuck. If you're feeling stuck with your podcast, listen up. This is happening right now. It's a 21-day podcast jumpstart. I'm going to work on it with you personally. You can join for free right now. I've got the link, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I'm going to run you through some small but important things that you can do to, one, get more listeners, two, attract sponsors, three, make more money with your podcast. If you are ready to do the work, I'm ready to help you. This is not one of those things like email where it's passive. You can't just go, thoughts? Not thinking about anything and have me do all the work. (laughs) You're not going to do that though, right? That's why you're stuck. But you want to get unstuck? I'm going to help you. We can make it happen and we're going to do it together. We've got a group of people doing it right now. 21 Day Podcast Jumpstart. It is free for you and I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. 10 Gmail tips and tools that I use daily. Do you use Gmail? If you do, you're going to love this. There are a lot of things built into Gmail. They got something called Google Labs. If you haven't looked at that aspect of Gmail, you're going to want to. This is stuff that Google tests before they decide to roll it out to everybody, but it's kind of rolled out to everybody. It's just in the lab. These are things to help you clean up your inbox, access multiple accounts without logging out. How many Gmail addresses do you have? I got about 10. Very nice. You don't have to log in, log out. Look at your authenticator app. You can filter and organize emails, schedule your emails, undo a sent message. You know about that one. But did you know there are options on that? Maybe you need just a little while longer to decide if you've made a mistake by pressing send on that email. Like the one that you sent me that says thoughts? Yeah, undo that. They're going to show you how. I've got 10 tips and tricks that I use daily. Everything is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. <laughs> 
An interview checklist. This is from an NPR editor. So you know that it is good. This is a downloadable checklist for interviewers that will help make sure that you get the tape and do it. Do it. People are dropping dead every day, man. Get the tape. I have done hundreds of interviews and we've only got so much time to get more of these interviews. And there are people that I want to talk to, they are busy. And there are people that I want to talk to, I've got to travel to them or they're not very easy for me to access. And there's scheduling issues either because of my busyness or their busyness. And if you do this long enough, next year marks 20 years of me doing music business radio. Hundreds of interviews with arguably very important musicians. Stories that I want to get on tape. I've missed a few. One of them that I regret, Kenny Rogers. Missed it. By the time I got around to it, I'm talking to his manager. She's very cool. Yeah, well, you know, we can do it. But you know, Kenny's kind of ill. He's in Atlanta. Okay, so he's ill. Not necessarily easy to get to. He's not feeling well. He's four hours away from me at least. And he's in Atlanta. So once you get down there, there's two hours of traffic no matter where you want to go. It's going to be kind of tough for me to get down there, but we want to make it happen. Didn't do it. I was too late. Charlie Daniels. I know his manager. I saw her in yoga every week. Man, we got to get Charlie. We got to get Charlie. Well, Charlie's going back on tour. I was like, okay. Well, when's he coming off? Well, we got a couple weeks here. All right. You know, Charlie's out in a farm outside of Nashville. Just never got around to doing it. I got a dozen stories like that. Are there interviews of those guys? Yeah, but are they my interviews? Would they have approached it like I did? No. It's important to get the tape. So this coming year and also moving forward, think about that. Maybe I should get some shirts. Get the tape. Hats. Get the tape. Andre passed. Can't go to him. That's a guy I would have asked that question for. Andre, I want to do a fashion brand called Get the Tape. Reminding everybody that we need to do it now, now, now. He'd probably have been like, yeah, man, cool. One time I heard him say, yeah, fashion's for everybody. Whatever you feel comfortable in. And that's what I feel comfortable in. A hat, and I'm not even a hat guy, and also a shirt. And both of them say, get the tape. And to help you get this tape, I've got this interview checklist. It breaks down getting the interview in various stages, the before the interview, during the interview, live or taped, after the interview, and also after the edit. It is worth a look, especially the after the interview part. This is the part of the process that is often neglected, and this is where good interviews become great interviews. Related to this, I recently talked about this on an episode of Build the Big Podcast. Talked about doing audience surveys. If you're doing any kind of audience survey where you ask listeners about the interviews that you do, this checklist has some great questions that not only should you be asking yourself as you're doing the interview, working through the process yourself, but you can ask your listeners to see what they think about the interviews that you're doing. I've got this downloadable list linked. More thoughts at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. What's your New Year's resolution? I've got a friend of mine. He worked at a gym. And he told me that most of the New Year people, they were gone within six weeks. Valentine's Day. Eh, you know, they get in here, they got good intentions. But they're not really cut out for it or they need to build up to it. Everybody starts with a bang. It is unsustainable. I used to be one of those guys to start with a bang guys, but I would keep it up. Or I would completely quit. <laughs> I was an all or nothing guy. An all or nothing guy, 100% or not going at all. There was no middle ground. But as I've gotten older, I'm approaching things with sustainability in mind. For example, 
I've got a daily newsletter on podcasting. Do you know about it? Have I mentioned it? Yeah, I mentioned it here. Not newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That's the weekly newsletter. Daily.bigpodcast.com. That's the daily one. However, it's only five days a week. Monday through Friday, that's daily, right? <laughs> I did this because I wanted to stretch myself. I thought daily, you know, that's a heavy lift. I've done daily podcasts before, but I'm trying to get more into writing, get my flow. I've got more books in me and I'm working on one, a big podcast plan. It's a launch plan or relaunch. If I warm up that muscle, show up every day, write at this specific time, writing is going to become easier for me. And this was one of the things that I thought would help. But seven days a week, that's a lot. Again, daily podcast. This podcast that you're listening to, it started out as a daily, seven days a week. And I was probably, I don't know, 200 days in before I decided, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. It was too much for me. So I didn't want to burn myself out, but I wanted to stretch myself. All right, five days a week. Focusing on sustainability, being able to keep it up, but also get what I need out of it. That's my New Year's resolution. I've actually got a funny joke about this. It is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I can't talk about it though, because it's visual. So you're going to have to go there, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Classified ads for you. Swell AI automates writing podcast summaries, articles, social posts, and more. It is very easy to get automated episode notes with Swell AI. You can manage multiple episodes in one dashboard, build custom templates for each show so everything is automated. It connects to Google Drive, Dropbox, and Zoom. You can get started for free. I heard Jim Cullison talking about it. He was loving it. The way he was using it, amazing. You know Jim Cullison? Ask the podcast coach, the co-host to Hall of Fame podcaster, Dave Jackson. They do that show every Saturday. I've got an upcoming interview with Jim Cullison that's coming out. I talked to him all about how to be a great co-host. How do you find good co-hosts? How do you get along with your co-hosts? What happens when things don't go well with you and your co-host? How do you come to those agreements? What happens when you walk away? That kind of stuff. I've got that coming up. But for now, just trust me when I pass this on secondhand to you that Jim Cullison says Swell AI is a great tool. You can get started for free. It is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Audio, that is the name of the service. Thousands of high-quality songs to use in your podcast with new music added daily. You know when I do something like this, I get all contemplative and I set the mood and I put a little bit of music behind it so you'll think that what I'm saying is a little bit deeper and more important and dramatic. You like that? That's from audio.com. <laughs> It's a great royalty-free music service. If you're sick of music licensing, they got you covered. I've got the link, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you like the newsletter, you like the podcast, you are going to love Big Podcast Amp. I've already talked about it. Audio monetization program is what it stands for. This is a personal coaching program designed to help you do three things. One, grow your podcast audience. Two, get people talking about your podcast. And three, make more money with your podcast. Don't be ashamed. Own it, man. You got to make money so you can keep this ship afloat. That's cool. And I'm going to help you do it on your terms. I've got everything linked. It's at bigpodcast.com slash amp. And if you think, man, you're giving us all these URLs, just remember this one, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. 
If you go there, you'll see all the information about Big Podcast Amp audio monetization program. Hey, you like this podcast? Yeah, you do. Look at you. Here we are at the very end of it and you've stuck it out with me. Have you subscribed yet? You need to. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That is how you do it. I make it easy for you. One click. You got an iPhone? One click. Android? One click. Old school RSS feed? I got it. One click. That is all it takes. You're going to get every single episode that I do free of charge. All those New Year's resolutions that you're working on. You want to go to the gym? Hey, take me with you, man. We'll talk about growing your podcast. Get back into church? Take me with you. One headphone. As you're hearing the word about how to save your soul, you're going to hear me in the other ear talk about how to grow your podcast, help other people out. What would Jesus do? I'm pretty sure he'd have a podcast now. God knows his people do. You know, that's the number one category as far as volume. Religion, man. You know what it is? It's because you go to a church, and this is super smart. Think about this. They're taping everything, man. The sermon, the music program, the Sunday school class. There's books, Bible studies, small groups, devotionals. Everybody's taping everything and they publish it because they're trying to get a message out. You could learn a lot from how the church does their media. I'm going to help you do that. If you go to bigpodcast.com slash subscribe, every episode we talk about growing your podcast, getting more people to your podcast, making a podcast people care about and making a podcast that's going to impress your family. Because let's face it, when it comes down to it, that's really what this is about, isn't it? Finally making your parents proud. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me. I'm here all the time. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That's how to subscribe. And if you go there and you subscribe, I will see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.